Hello, welcome. You're listening to the Embodied Astrology Audio Horoscopes for Sagittarius Season. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive, and I love checking in with you like this at the beginning of each season. I really hope that these horoscopes are helpful for you in your life, so I would like to remind you to listen with your own intuition and trust the meaning that you make from what I'm saying. My language might not always resonate entirely for you, so please feel free to shift and adjust any of my words and listen with an open mind for the general essence of what I'm saying. To get the best information from your horoscopes, I always recommend listening for both your sun and your rising sign. If you don't know what your signs are, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. You can also stay up to date with Embodied Astrology throughout the month with my extended content subscription. You can subscribe by donation monthly, quarterly, or annually, and you'll receive a month-ahead calendar and extended forecast for each zodiac month with suggestions for harmonizing with the most healing planetary potentials. Starting next month in Capricorn season, I'll also be offering subscriber-only month-ahead mini-workshops over Zoom, where we'll work with the upcoming astrology through embodiment practice, and we'll have space and time to go over the season's most important highlights in relation to your natal charts. Becoming an Embodied Astrology subscriber is the number one way to support the production of this work. Learn more at embodiedastrology.com. Make sure to follow me at Embodied Astrology on Instagram, where I post about daily aspects and give regular astro updates. If this work is helpful for you, please share it with your friends and networks and subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes podcasts. Hello, Taurus. Welcome to your Sagittarius season month ahead horoscope. Um, as I'm tuning into your chart, I am remarking on the placement of Sagittarius in your solar chart and thinking about all of the Taurian beings who I know and what I experience in relationship with them, um, which is this profound steadiness and consistency that uh, emanates through the sign Taurus. So a lot of my, my Taurus friends, um, you know, resonate with this idea of stability and consistency in some ways. And then, of course, they're human beings, so they also feel erratic and unpredictable and, you know, flaky in other ways. Um, but especially right now for Taurus, I think that there's a really interesting um, kind of challenge and invitation that's happening for your sign. And this feels like... Uh, an invitation to deepen into steadiness. But the steadiness is really inside of you, right? So you might be deepening into steadiness in other ways um, with commitments that you have to external events or experiences or people. But the depth that is being asked of you right now is profound. And this is a call for you to deepen into your own steadiness in a way that allows you to really grow and change. And they are both happening at the same time. So your sign is going through a really wild transformation right now. And I've talked about this a lot in your previous season's horoscopes. You are shifting. There are um, many ways that I'm sure that you feel yourself shifting. And you'll continue to shift over these next several years. And you won't be recognizable to yourself in 2026. Um, if you look back to 2018, you'll see a, a remarkable transformation over these seven years or so as the planet Uranus transits through your sign, bringing profound change 
Now at this moment, as we move into Sagittarius season and the end of the year in 2020, the feeling that I have in your chart is that this steadiness, this deepening, is you moving into deeper and deeper spaces of trust. And these spaces of trust are, first of all, for you to abide in. You need to trust yourself. You need to trust your impulses, your instincts, and motivations. And in order to trust yourself, you need to know yourself. And this is an excellent time for you to be in a question of who you are and to be letting go of fixed ideas of who you have been and who you currently are and certainly who you will be in the future. There is a need for you right now to um, kind of turn the page on a new chapter and really open to a, a new incarnation in a lot of ways, to a feeling of a little bit of a rebirth or a new knowing of who you can be and who you will be. Of course, you are also the same as you've always been. And so this movement into a new chapter is also feeling to me like a return to essence. And this is the quality that I'm speaking to in this deepening and this steadiness is a knowing of who you always have been. And who you always have been is an essential energetic quality. It doesn't have anything to do with superficial, superficial layers of your identity. Um, and that includes your doing. So what, what you enact in your life. And so many of us identify around our doing, what we do for work, how we have our families, you know, what we wear, or what we look like or something. These are all doing states. Your being state, who you are energetically in your essential quality is, I think, quite consistent. If you kind of feel back into your earliest memories, there's some kind of thread, right, that carries you through your entire life, this essential quality that is you. And this essential quality, again, doesn't have to do with a doing, it is a, a being, and who you are as a being is coming into focus right now. It's coming into a, a different kind of focus. And what is falling away are false ideas of who you should be or what, what you think you ought to be. What's falling away are old belief systems, ways that you may have been um, adopting other people's ideas familial, cultural, social uh, ideas of who you should be. There may have been striving on your part to really live into some kind of identity um, that you have put some considerable amount of effort into that now you're starting to feel it may not actually be the best container for you. Not that you can't draw upon everything that you've done up until this point or everything that you have been, but you have to step into some space of unknown. And this space of unknown requires you to really deepen and trust and listen to what you know about who you are. Again, in the deepest, most energetic, essential way. Who are you? And what are you here for? What are you doing here? This month of Sagittarius season is a time to really explore this question. And it is an excellent space for you to explore, especially within the context of relationship. 
In the context of relationship, I'd love to draw your attention to the subtler patterns or um, ways of being that exist between people. These ways of being are not what's happening in your conscious, like above, <laughs> above board conversation and planning or things like that. In your dynamics with other people, and I want to include uh, partners and intimate others, I want to include family, um, I also want to include people who you might not know, but you have some kind of projection towards, you know, maybe you want to know them, maybe you don't want to know them, you're aware of them. Um, this could include the whole world to some extent, anybody who you encounter, but what happens in a more unconscious space of those encounters. How do you feel when a person walks in the room? If you have anticipation about something, how does that manifest in your body? Especially when it comes to relationship dynamics that occur between people who know each other fairly well, who collaborate, who have some kind of deeper involvement with one another, what happens for you in spaces of intimate sharing? And in intimate sharing, we're not always transparent. We're not always actually uh, sharing with any kind of conscious choice. You know, if we're in relationship with others in any kind of intimate way, we're sharing all the time, whether or not we know it. You know, we're sharing our energy, we're sharing space, etc. So I'd love to bring your attention to these subtle spaces of relationship and ask you to bring focus into your knowing of your essential self within these subtle spaces of relationship. Can you follow the thread? Can you keep track of who you are when you are um, sharing company, when you are arguing about money, when you are falling in love, when you are in some kind of deep space of insecurity and projection onto someone about what they may or may not think of you, even though you have no facts to back it up. These spaces of subtle energetics and projection onto other people are the ground for your investigation over the next 30 days. This is also a space where you have so much growth and uh, learning opportunities in this upcoming season. There is a lot of movement for you here, a lot of space for expansion, and again, a lot of space for you to let go of old ideas about who you are or who you should be that are no longer serving you. Moving into Sagittarius season, the first 10 days from November 21st until December 1st are really pretty intense in their energy. Um, in your charts, this is coming up quite strongly in the realm of relationships and committed partnerships. Um, whether or not you are in a committed partnership, this is going to reflect in how you relate with others just in general in your daily life and also how you want to relate with others. And so again, we have the space of projection where you can look at somebody else and have all kinds of thoughts about them, you know, and want to come into some kind of meeting with them in some kind of way. In these first 10 days of Sagittarius season, a lot of stuff is coming up. There are intense, uh, potentially very passionate feelings. Um, you may have a very strong desire, um, desire for closeness, desire for contact, desire for something, someone, right, that's getting stirred up in you right now. Again, this may be towards specific beings. It may be towards a kind of general feeling, general longing. Pay attention to these desires, but don't get too attached to them. See if you can observe them happening in your body and kind of watch what they do for you uh, without 
mm, getting too uh, obsessive. This is really obsessive, potentially kind of brooding energy that comes in in these um, couple of, of not quite two weeks or so. This is also a time for you, though, to be working out some uh, shift for yourself about how you want to be in relationship. And so again, when intense feelings come up, you want to tune into your inner body. You want to tune into what is happening in the subtle realms. If you feel passion, um, notice if you're projecting that passion onto another person or onto a particular situation or idea of something. What is the feeling of passion as it lives in you? What does passion do for your body? If insecurity arises, try not to pin your insecurity on someone else, on what they may or may not think, what they may or may not want, where you may or may not be, uh, what someone may or may not be looking for, right? Get out of the superficial, get out of the ego and go right into the feeling. What does insecurity do in your body? How does insecurity or passion or intense longing teach you about your own patterns of behavior, about your own patterns of intimacy, of vulnerability, of opening and of shutdown? How do you automatically respond to these feelings in ways that you have responded for a really long time? And when do the old scripts come up about how you should respond? And this is the really interesting space, is when these old scripts come up, you know, oh, you feel that feeling, therefore that means X, Y, or Z. You need to be like this. You need to do that. If these kinds of um, experiences are coming up for you, if you're noticing these old scripts or these trance states arising, this is excellent. This is the time for it. You just want to be curious about what's coming up and be curious about what doesn't fit anymore. If you find yourself moving into certain ways of being and you know that you don't want to participate in those ways of being, congratulations, you have brought consciousness to this pattern. That's the hardest part. Now your work is to maintain consistency in that consciousness and to make different choices, to try different things. As we get into the end of this, of this period, this first part of Sagittarius season on November 30th, there is a full moon and lunar eclipse in the sign Gemini. This full moon and lunar eclipse is inviting you to radically open up to new spaces of self-worth, self-esteem, and values. As you open up to the idea that you might be an incredibly valuable person with so much to offer in the world, what does that do for your intimate spaces? So many of us identify around doing you know, we identify with our job, we identify with, again, more superficial aspects of our identity. What's being asked of you right now is to really feel into, again, your essential nature. Your essential nature is so valuable. Can you feel that? Can you feel that uh, what is inside you innately brings value into the world when you listen to it, when you trust it, when you allow it to be a, a strong and steady foundation that you act from and enact from. 
This is an opportunity for you to increase abundance and resource in your life. The more that you understand your inherent value in the world, the more you rest into that value and let go of ideas, again, of who you should be, what you should be doing, how you should be acting, what other people want from you, how you can impress them, da-da-da-da-da. As all these stories melt away, you're actually opening up so much space for abundance to flow into your life. And over the course of the next year in 2021, eclipses will continue in the Gemini Sagittarius range. And these eclipses are going to, um, you know, open the door for you to invite abundance in. And I mean financial abundance. I mean resource abundance. I also mean abundance of connections. Um, you can open your heart. You can let community flow into your life. And all of those people, um, who knows how you're going to, to commune during COVID, hopefully it won't last all of next year, but all of the people that you're opening up to also can help you understand your own value and bring more value into your life. Moving into December, um, these kind of intense, passionate, longing feelings uh, continue to evolve and they start to move into more of an imaginative fantasy space. From December 1st through about the 10th, there is a big opportunity window for dreaming into potential futures. This is a great time for imagination and for active fantasy, for choosing to move into imaginative, fantastical spaces, to ideate, to envision, to expand your awareness, to dream into new possibilities and potential. I do want to say that the 9th and the 10th of December are a couple of wobbly days. They might bring your energy up and down. And this brings us into the new moon and solar eclipse on December 14th. And that new moon is really a high point in Sagittarius season. It comes in with a ton of energy, a lot of optimism, buoyancy, and a feeling of expansive new opportunities. Expansive new opportunities are coming for you in spaces of intimacy, vulnerability, and exchange with others and they come for you when you drop in deepen into your essential nature and ground yourself in your inherent value and self-worth the more you can work through insecurities and blockages in your own energy especially those that come up when you are in relationship with other people and when there is some kind of exchange that's happening the more you clear space for yourself to open up to abundance in all ways and really thrive in your life. Um, I'm talking about exchange quite a bit, and so I definitely want to mention for those of you who are trying to make a living in the world, trying to earn money, of course, we, we have to do it. At this, at this time on the planet, maybe we'll move past capitalism in the next couple of decades, we can only hope. Um, but probably you're in a position where you need to, to earn an income. If you happen to be um, financially independent and have wealth to share, then this is also a message for you. So if you are thinking about exchange of resources, and I include again, money as well as other kinds of resources that can include time, energy, attention, etc., really check in with where old ideas, patterns, and belief systems get in the way of you in a space of generosity whether that's generosity with others, giving what you have, or generosity with yourself, believing that you are worthy of receiving. 
you want to clear through those blockages and Sagittarius season is a great time to do it and the new moon is an awesome opportunity to invite in new energy and think about how you can open up more as well as bring consciousness to these limited beliefs and patterns. As we move into the end of Sagittarius season, the 19th through the 20th and 21st, there is strong decision-making energy. Up until this point, I should say, is not a great time for making big decisions, especially between the eclipses, between November 30th and December 14th. You might have a ton of ideas, a ton of inspiration, there's a lot of energy, not a great time to make decisions because new information is coming in rapidly. As we get into the end of Sagittarius season, again from the 19th to the 21st, your mental energy starts to change that brings you into Capricorn season into the end of the year and into 2021 which sees you in a place of great clarity of stability again of this deepening sense of who you are and what you stand for and what you want to build in the world and at that point you are so supported to move forward and make decisions and I'll talk about this next month in your Capricorn season horoscope, but you are going to be making some important decisions about your life path and where you want to be going and what you want to be putting your energy into. And those decisions require you to be really grounded in your self-worth, to be cultivating self healthy self-esteem, and to be in relationship with others in ways that feel like there's flow. There's not blockages that are uh, inhibiting you from receiving what others want to give you and not blockages from you feeling inhibited to give what you have to give. Throughout this month, you are supported when you embody Sagittarius's expansive energy. At any time throughout the month that it feels like you have 10 seconds to 10 minutes to an hour to check in, start by bringing awareness into your center, into your central axis or your central core. You might think about your spine behind your belly button. You can think about the central channel of either of your legs. From the center of your body, imagine that you can expand your energy out in all directions and feel that that expansion is generous, loving, beneficial energy that you are rippling out into the world that's full of trust, that's full of goodwill, and you want to ripple that energy out into the world and invite it to come right back into you. All right. Well, I hope that any and all of that will be helpful for you. If you want to work more deeply with this month's astrology, please join me for my Sagittarius season embodied astrology attunement workshop. In this month's workshop called The Answer You're Looking For is a Question, we'll explore the polarity of Sagittarius and Gemini through the body with a simple sequence of breath, body awareness, and movement to help facilitate integration with the higher vibrations and lessons of these signs. I'll also give suggestions for working with the full moon and lunar eclipse and the new moon and solar eclipse for your best benefit. These workshops are a great place to learn astrology and I always give a little space and time for exploring how to read this month's highlights in relation to your natal chart. The live event is November 29th from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. Pacific time via Zoom. Recording will be available for those who are unable to attend the live event and 50% of all proceeds will be donated to the Native American Food Sovereignty Alliance. Also, yay, we are finally nearing the end of 2020. This has been a year that has brought so many changes into our lives and no doubt will continue to in the years ahead. If you are looking to make a major life shift or align your work and efforts towards a more equitable, environmentally sustainable future, please join me for Pivot, Shift, Transform, a three-part online embodied astrology intensive where you'll learn the basics of working with signs, planets, houses, and transits.
In this intensive, we focus on the major transits of 2020, 21, and 22, and interpret them in relation to our own charts to divine guidance on how we can best align our plans and efforts with the radical societal reconstruction that is already underway and absolutely essential for a livable future on our planet. This is a pre-recorded online workshop, which is suitable for all levels. Access to the recording is available by sliding scale, and 30% of all proceeds for this workshop will be donated to Mudbone Grown Solidarity Food Shares for Black Families. Finally, for those of you really wanting to dive in with embodied astrology on a daily basis or commit to a regular financial donation to support this work to continue, please become a monthly subscriber. Subscriptions include access to my month ahead seasonal astrology planners and subscriber only embodied astrology workshops and community space. Subscriptions are available by monthly, quarterly, and annual donation and include discounts for my online products and classes and year ahead birthday reports. Go to embodiedastrology.com for more information on my upcoming events, subscriptions, and other offerings.